Hey everybody, how y'all doing? And welcome to the Focus on Greatness podcast. My name is Hiram, and this is a place where men are helping men redefine greatness through service. Today is going to be a great some uh, conversation, a great time that we're going to spend one through another. But what I want to do before we dive into this conversation, I want to make sure that you are sharing this. I want you to share this with your family, with your friends. I want you to do me a favor and set up a watch party. Just sit down and take a, have a good conversation. And for those that are listening to this while you are traveling, while you are moving around, I want to make sure that you tune in and listen uh, to this conversation because I truly believe that these type of conversations are very important and very impactful. I remember when I was first looking at starting my podcast, one of the things that I was looking for was a cost efficient place that I can be able to do what I was dreaming and doing. With Anchor, I found that. I found a free platform that can be able to give me the tools to make sure that my podcast sound good from edits to music to different other things, variety of things that can be able to assist me to make sure that I had a professional sound podcast. But then also one of the things I found that I loved uh, when I started to use Anchor was they have various of different places that they are able to distribute my podcast from professional places like Spotify or Apple Podcasts and many, many more. Now, with this, the thing that I'm I love to do is because I might not do it in my house or might need to do it in my car. So I'm able to use record on my cell phone. I'm able to record on my tablet or even my computer. So for you to be able to do this as the podcaster, you need to make sure that you download the app to your phone, to your tablet. You can do it on an Android or on an Apple product. But also, if you want to be able to access it on your computer, you have to go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, anchor is A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. Welcome to the team. truly in the month of June. And in this month, one of the things that I wanted to focus on is I wanted to bring in some men that have been impactful in my life. And I wanted to be able to give us an opportunity to be able to have just a very great conversation about fathers. Normally, in the month of June, the only day that we think about is on is Father's Day. And really, that's not even a popular day. Um, that's probably one of the least popular days um, when we look at the litany of different holidays that we have. So I wanted to focus in and I wanted to kind of put some some men that I love and I hold dear to my heart uh, kind of in the forefront and really have a good conversation. So before we dive in, make sure that you share this. For those that are listening and watching for the very first time, make sure that you are subscribed. You can subscribe to all uh, to the podcast on all different platforms, as well as uh, for those that are watching this on YouTube Live, I want you to make sure that you subscribe and hit that notification bell so that you can always be up to date with all the conversations anytime that I come live so you don't miss out on these conversations. So I want you to do me a favor, all of you, 
you're driving in your car, if you're taking a walk, if you're listening to this in the gym, do me a favor. Just put your hands together. Tap your steering wheel a little bit for me and do me a favor and welcome my godfather, Roderick Smith Sr. Hey, Dad. <laughs> hey, son, man. What, what an honor to be with you tonight, man. This is just so exciting for me. <laughs> I am happy to be here. <laughs> and I'm happy that you're on. I'm very happy that yes, you're sir. on. Do me a favor. Um, before we dive into this conversation, um, introduce yourself for those that do not know you, haven't had the privilege to be able to know who you are. Um, introduce yourself to them and then we'll go into the conversation. Awesome. Awesome. Well, my name, uh, as you guys have already heard is 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 Roderick Smith, uh, born and raised in New Orleans, um, served in the military, and through that vehicle, I was really able to connect with some wonderful, wonderful people and friends that I really now call, uh, really now call family, uh, and it's really how I was able to really be. Um, connected with Hiram and many, many, many others there in the Colleen Coppers Cove area. I, I am married, been married for 36 years um, with three boys, uh, well, excuse me, with three sons that are now adults, uh, adult <laughs> children. Uh, I try to get out of the habit of saying boys because they are no longer they're no longer boys. They are yeah. adult sons. And so I have three sons, um, which are doing really, really well. I'm so godly proud of them and all that's being a, uh, that they're accomplishing uh, as men. So uh, just a little brief, as we would in our generation, call it the cliff notes, just the cliff notes of my life. So <laughs> yes, Thanks, sir. Yes, mm -hmm. sir. Yes, sir. Well, Dad, I wanted to. Um, as I told you before, I wanted to really just have a conversation with you. Um, and I really wanted to focus on, I think it's important for us to be able to not just recognize fathers, but to be able to kind of learn um, the heart of a father. And, uh, you know, yes, I have been honored um, to be be your godson. And um, and I would call myself the, the oldest of the three. Um, <laughs> and, yes, uh, um, you know, I've been able to um, have a great relationship with you and um, over the years have been able to see you as an example for me of how to be a father. And um, so I wanted to kind of take advantage of it, this opportunity and get to get a chance to learn about you a little bit more and kind of get some insight on how we as fathers, uh, surely with me, as you know, raising um, my two boys and, and going through the same, you know, journey that you did, um, that you and mom went through. And so I want to kind of just mm -hmm. get a chance to learn about it. Um, so yes. I wanted to start off really and wanted to learn. I didn't get an opportunity um as, as you know, in reference to remembering, um, in reference to your dad. And so mm -hmm. I wanted to kind of learn about, you know, tell me a little bit about your father and how that relationship was. And then we can well, kind of go from there. It's kind of funny you ask that question because I was thinking about some of the things um, that my father did and said as, as, a, as, a, as a young kid. Um, growing up with my dad, um, well, first of all, my dad was a business manager at a 
big university mm-hmm. in New Orleans. And so I've always seen him in that mode. I've always seen him um, operate on that level of professional professionalism, which really, really, if you would, um, gave me a good example on how to how to um, <clears throat> conduct myself as a professional, not knowing that I would ever be in business, and not that not not that he was always professional at home, but most mm-hmm. a lot of my childhood I spent at in my dad's office, just just as mm-hmm. a kid, elementary school, just been because my school was uh, maybe two miles from the university, so mm-hmm. I would spend after school with him, and so um, a lot of what. I do now was a result of me learning, just observing and learning from him. He was a man that was, uh, if you put, he was strictly business. He, mm-hmm. he was uh, he was a numbers guy. He was a money guy. Don't mess nobody. Every, let me tell you, everybody knew. Don't mess with his money. Do not. That was fire and brimstone. If you owe him ten cents, it was serious. It was serious, and so he was that guy. And he, right. I mean, he was he was he was an awesome guy. He was that guy, though. Um, kept thinking he had his own income tax business, and so um, things wow. like that. I always saw my dad dealing with people. I always saw him uh, just interacting with people. Loved his family. Mm-hmm. Um, loved his friends. Uh, so many good things I could I could really say about him. And uh, you know, it, mm-hmm. it's kind of funny because um, <laughs> he he would always use this line, and he would say it, say it, say it to me. Mm-hmm. He would say, "Son, I don't want you to be like me. I mm-hmm. want you to be better than me." And he would mm-hmm. he would rehearse that in my hearing. As a young kid, how I'm just really saying it over and over. And wow. I was challenged at that point because well, every time I heard it, I was challenged because uh, I'm trying to figure out now how do I get above this man that was, <laughs> I mean, he was running, I mean, purchasing the he ran the whole school's purchasing department. So mm. I'm like, it was, it was a it was big, it, it was big shoes to fill. Yeah. But I didn't feel at the same time that I could not do it because mm-hmm. you were always the son. Don't don't be like me, be better than me. So that pushed me. I think that pushed me to where I am right now. Wow. Yes, wow. sir. Yes, sir. Wow. Mm-hmm. I, I never um didn't really know again the story in reference to with your dad. Um mm-hmm. I knew I had seen pictures and uh different yes, things like that. And um and uh he was every picture that I've seen or any conversation that that I have had. He was always a clean looking man. I can tell you that much. Um, and um, a very, very handsome, handsome guy. Um, and it sounds like the relationship that y'all had was very, you know, had a very great relationship um, with you and your father. Uh, yeah. When when you had your first. Um, you mean you? No, other than me. <laughs> When you had Rod, when you had Rod, okay, uh, okay. when you had Rod, <laughs> what what feelings or thought processes did you have? Um, were you thinking about some of the things that in reference to 
you know, things that your dad taught you were, were you, you know, what was that, what was that thought process when, when, uh, when Rod came? Wow. Wow. Um, so many things came to mind, Hiram, um, because I knew, first of all, this is my first son. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted, I want so bad to just do everything right. Just mm-hmm. do, you know how it is, just do everything right and in order. And, um, you know, men can only do, if you would, men mm-hmm. can only aspire to <clears throat> what they have seen. Many mm-hmm. people, many, many men um, only as- aspire to what they have been exposed to. And mm-hmm. so because I I was exposed to so much, and, you know, I gave you the cliff notes on my dad, mm-hmm. but I was exposed to so much, um, so much uh, excellence with him. Mm-hmm. I, I, and he didn't do everything right. Who does? Right. Nobody. Right. Right. He didn't yeah. do everything right. But what he did do right, he did well. Mm-hmm. And so um, that was my really springboard. I just want to do it, do it right. Um, I want to make sure um, that my son is completely confident that we, that I love him, mm-hmm. that he's loved, he's accepted, whatever whatever yeah. he would decide to do or be that we there's no doubt there's no mm-hmm. doubt in his heart and mind that he's convinced that that uh that i love him as that as right. a dad. that was really really um one of my first thoughts that i mm-hmm. wanted and, and of course with all my kids but when i had my first one mm-hmm. and it was exciting because you know your god mom was not gonna name him anything else but junior and so you know and, and along with that i i wasn't gonna put the pressure on him to mm-hmm. be me right you know to, to be me even though he was junior i didn't want him to be to, to feel pressure that he had to do and travel the same road that i traveled and have the same experiences that i did mm-hmm. because i wanted him to comfortable in his skin and um I kind of felt I knew that he was gonna kind of be a little height challenged because mm-hmm. my whole family is a little you know height challenged <laughs> and so we really I really wanted to make sure that his esteem was up that he was mm-hmm. comfortable and confident comfortable in his own skin and confident as well mm-hmm. so those those were a few of my my first my first thoughts um with my okay. Yes, sir. Okay. <laughs> um, for those that for those that know my goddad, one of the things that they know is uh, a couple things, but oh, one boy. major thing that they know is that you are very, very loving. Um, and you have a very big heart, and you know, again, as as a son. I get, I have, I've been able to take advantage of that opportunity of, uh, of, you know, of the love that you have. And sometimes I I think about in reference to uh, just the dynamics of relationships and how we are raised and how, um, surely as a man, how sometimes how we're raised and when they talk about expressing our, our feelings and our loves and things of that nature, did you see that? Uh, kind of like pictured before you with your dad, um, or was that something that you also gained from my grandmother, my beautiful grandmother? <laughs> you know, 
Um, my dad was was loving, but he wasn't as, if you would, I guess I can use the word affectionate. Uh, I think that's a good word, affectionate. Um, towards it, not just not me. He, I mean, he mm. loved, don't get me wrong. He loved right. and showed affection, but uh, only to a certain degree. And I understand, and I understand that, and I mm. understood it. I never held it against him because I, he was he was who he was. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. My mom, I, I was close, of course, very close to mom. Um, mom was the type that she could hold conversation with anybody. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Now she didn't. She didn't mess around. She she wasn't no, you know, you know. She she didn't take no foolishness. I'll say right. that. But she was willing and open. I've seen it all my life to be mm-hmm. um, to be warm. To everybody, you know, yeah. treat everybody with respect, um, and you know, and that's to a certain degree. And God began to just really um, develop that on the mm-hmm. in, in, inside of me because because of what I what I saw, right, um, right, between the both of them. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, yeah, um, you know, and I, I, I just saw so many great examples. Uh, of love, now, now dad didn't play. Now, mm-hmm. you know he was that. I'm telling you, he was he was that guy when it came to certain things. Mm-hmm. He he was he was that guy, and um, I had to learn to balance myself um, because it was his way. It you know it was his way of saying I love you, and mm-hmm. it was his way of saying son I want. I want you to be your very best. I want mm-hmm. you to maximize who who you are, and I and I think you saw it at an early age. And and I know, uh, you know, men are just men are just different. Men love differently. I believe. Right. Uh, you know, my, anything. Uh, I won't say anything because he didn't spoil me. But <laughs> a lot. Of, I know he didn't. Uh, <laughs> but. Uh, Certain things, if you saw, I had an interest in. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he did everything he could do to make sure that he provided and supported that. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember um, <laughs> I started off um, in the band in elementary school when I played the drums, mm-hmm. and, and he saw that I had I had the talent for it. Um, mm-hmm because I had the talent for it, he put me in the car, took me to the band store, bought me a brand new snare drum. Wow. Um, and back then, back then, you know, these guys got it easy. They can carry their drums on their shoulders, on their backs. I didn't have, I, you know, that wasn't my, that wasn't my, my deal. I had to pick up this snare drum in a heavy case, mm. walk out of the car, he never helped me out of the car, <laughs> walking all, and it was like a two hundred foot yard before we got to the school door, mm. so, and I had to do that. And then Hiram, after after school, if he had a meeting and couldn't pick me up because he was like I said two miles away, I had to lug that snare drum <laughs> two miles all the way to school. And mm. 
Yeah, yeah, maybe fourth grade, and it was not heavy out, so I took my time. And so, but my mm -hmm. point was, my point, my point is, he always, I always knew that he loved me because he always supported me like that, you know. And mm -hmm. I can go on and on on different, different things and different stories on how he right. was consistent with doing that. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, no. That sounds that's that's great. I'm I literally was imagining you <laughs> carrying Power, the 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 drum may have came all the I mean the case maybe I came all the way to me. It was big and it was heavy. Wow. And wow. I, yeah, it came maybe to my shoulder and I had to pick it up and take it. So <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Um, now, because you have, I would say, three boys. Yes, sir. Um, and um, for for those that are watching, I might even put it somewhere on the screen that y'all can be able to watch and see as well. Um, I had my godbrother already on and had a conversation with him uh, talking about photography. Um, but you had three boys. What were some of the things how, in reference to preparing them over time? Uh, preparing them to not per se be be like a father, but more so just being as men. How what were some of the things that you kind of like installed in them or teaching them as we as they got older, just to be able to you know be prepared to be a man? I guess that would be yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, I, you know that's a really really good question, um, and I think one of the most important things. Um, that that um, that I did or that we did um, mm -hmm. as a father, when they were very very young, uh, when they were very very young, um, when I say very very young, seven eight, of course, mm -hmm. probably had been ten. Um, we bought a book. We bought a book um, just to kind of help them, just to kind of kind of gauge where they are. Mm -hmm. uh, and this book was called Sticky Situations, hmm. and so um, Sticky Situations was um, a book that gave different scenarios of, okay. you know, made up stories. And at the end of the story, <clears throat> you know, every, every story was different, sticky situations, every story was different. And so at the end of the story, uh, there would always be questions posed and asked um, to the kids, you know, what would you do in, in hmm. this particular situation? Um, and I can remember, one of the stories talked about them being in the classroom. Now they're, they're and we would do this every day. They're being in the classroom, and someone is passing the answers to a test. Hmm. So, would you do? What would you do? Would you a refuse the paper? B take the paper and pass it on. Mm -hmm. C none of the above or a D something else right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the answers my children gave that on that what <laughs> it was so it would be hilarious but we couldn't answer we couldn't laugh rather mm -hmm. but I, I say that because that opened the door to conversations mm -hmm. about real life situations where we were able to just kind of gauge where they are and then curve that. And we, I, we've always seen, I've always seen them, always seen them as leaders. Mm -hmm. uh, it's always as leaders, stand on your own two feet and make good 
good decisions. And so mm -hmm. um, we use that for, for, for years to kind of have a, a understanding of where they are. So that kind of developed some things, um, mm -hmm. I believe, in their thinking, in their thinking and thought process. Right, and I said they. I say they. They. They are leaders because we want you. We want you to make the right decision, regardless of who likes it, who, who doesn't like it. And right. so um, that helped. That helped along with, you know, along with. I can't leave this out. Mm -hmm. um, always telling them the most important. The most important relationship you will ever have mm. is with the Lord. The, the most important one you will ever have and that you will always need to develop is mm. with the Lord. And, be, and, and, you know, because because we are believers and because mm -hmm. we are consistent believers, they've always not heard it, but they've observed and, and seen it. And so now, so now. I'm not going to call any names, but one of them want to use their little, my words on me. I'm like, what are you doing though? For real? That's what we're doing now. That's what we're doing. Okay. Got it. No, but no. <laughs> oh, okay. You got it. I'm glad you got it now. I'm glad you right. got it. Right. <laughs> but it, it, that, that's always, that's always been a, um, something we promoted. And mm -hmm. you know, my sons are different. My sons are all different. They're all mm -hmm. very, very, I mean, you may come in the house and hear Mozart. Well, they don't live with us anymore, but you could come in our house. One would be listening to Mozart and singing in German, Latin. The other one is listening to Fred Hammond with, the, you know, worshiping. The other one. <laughs> 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 you might have some Tupac going, you know. <laughs> but we, and, you know, and we, the funny part is, for those that know the family, you know which one is which. <laughs> you, can, you can figure it out, you know. And, and 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 let me put it, let me put a peg there, you know, because we always, you know, we want we want them to live, we want them to mm -hmm. to enjoy them lives, enjoy their lives. Um, and, and God gives us all things to enjoy. So enjoy your life. Right. Uh, but we refuse to let them listen to to anything foolish. And I said Tupac. Well, we didn't really let Tupac come in our house. And, right. You know, we let Tupac come. You know, he wasn't invited. But anyway, all my, my point was, my point is, mm -hmm. all music is not bad music. It's, mm -hmm. It depends on the message that the, the, the writer and the singer is mm -hmm. trying to relate, you know. It's, yeah. it's it, it, it all depends on it, and they got that. And so, um, I'm just so thankful that they have always been sons that listen, mm -hmm. that that really just listen. Sometimes it takes a while for them to get it, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. I'm glad that they take the opportunity to listen. And Hiram, to this very day. My phone will ring and they will mm. say, Dad, I have a question. And it's not it's not anything spiritual, but how do you do dot dot dot? And, yeah. and what about dot dot dot? And and to this day, they will the phone will ring or they'll text me. Right. And, and, and say, um, 
can you help me with this? And you know, uh, like one of my one of my other sons is starting his business now. Mm-hmm. You know, just as a as a I don't know if I'm supposed to be talking about all this, Howard. I'm just rambling. <laughs> you good, Dad. You good. <laughs> you good. Um, he's starting his business. And I said, mm-hmm. you know, I, and I give them, they've watched me do my business for years, of course. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the things I established with them, because they're grown, mm-hmm. you know, I, I want to help you, you know, but it's up to you. And, you know, you might may, may want to take the reins by yourself. And that's cool. Um but I'm here to answer questions. And so one of the things um, that that he's doing, I told him, well, let's do let's do a call every Monday just to uh, see where you are. Maybe give you some advice. There's some there's some fundamental things that you've got to do uh, starting your business, you know, business account, EIN. There's some. DBA, there's some fundamental things that I want you to do to get established. He understands all the other stuff in terms of right. supplies and da, da 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 But there's some fundamental things you gotta do. And so and I and I told him, I am not gonna call you. You're gonna call me. I'm not gonna pick up the phone and remind you. Mm-hmm. You need to call me and be accountable. And so that's what he does. He calls and says, Well, Dad, this is when he texts me in church. I said, why are you not at church? No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> he texted me after church. Uh, I was working. He, it was after church. I'm just kidding. Um, he texted me after church and said, Dad, I was trying to call you for, for the uh, for the meeting. And I was with a client at the time, so I couldn't talk to him. But those kinds of things that we did when they were young mm-hmm. now have the fruit uh, uh, showing up in their lives and the same kind of relationship we've had when they were young, it's really mm-hmm. developed to even even more because they're men, you right. know. And, and, yeah. and for some reason, um, men and, 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 and sons, when they're grown, sometimes the, the conversation diminishes. Yeah. You know, sometimes it kind of diminishes and but but um even with all three of them, I wanted to make sure uh, that they knew mm-hmm. without a shadow of a doubt that dad is for them, that loves them, that would do anything for them. And that there's nobody else more important in the world when it comes to to them, regardless, regardless of what I'm doing. Because one of say call he'll text you know, I say call, but they always text them. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. They'll text me and say, you know, Dad, are you busy? And I said, right. no. Even if I'm am, am busy, now nah, what's up? Because right. they are much more important than than what I'm doing in mm-hmm. terms of, of business. So um, yeah, I'm thankful. I'm thankful for that, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, and that's really Dad. That's one of the things that I really have appreciated and even gleaned from. Um, as as a father is yes, because sir. I want to make sure that I cultivate that type of relationship now with the boys. Yes, sir. Like you said, so later on when they do become an adult, you know, it's not, you know, I'm going to go over here and they're going to try to do their whole little world. It's like, no, we still have some form of relationship. The, mm-hmm. the, the roles in some sense shift because now 
the things that I'm instructing to you are not the is not laws. Now I'm giving unto you wisdom. I'm giving unto you guidance. And yep. um, and so, again, you know, like I said previously and just, you know, my my styling in reference to being able to raise the boys has come a lot from what I have seen from you. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the the love that I've seen you have for all of us, um, you know, the having the open ear to be able to hear, you know, you know, just being able to listen and, and conversate with us. Yes, um, you know, and I've been able to gleam and see that. And I'm like, OK, this is a picture of what a father for me looks like and what I would love to be. Um, mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, for those that do have the privilege to have a relationship with my God, dad, one of the things, you know, is is he he has his moments where he can be serious. Um, you know, uh, you know, he my godfather mm -hmm. is, I would say, full of full of wisdom. Um, you know, but one of the things also for those that really know my goddad is my goddad is is a clown. Um, <laughs> my goddad uh, will have you crying, laughing, um, and uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, I was gonna say something in pig Latin just so y'all could know. <laughs> That what he is saying is absolutely <laughs> the truth. And I think that's important. You know, yeah. that's important. Uh, and we're talking about fatherhood. Mm -hmm. That's important. Um, and, and one of the things, another thing popped in my head mm -hmm. while you were talking and when you said that is because my, I, I'm so blessed because my, 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 my sons, if you would, see all that they see all that they see when i'm serious they're sitting right. there when i preach when i teach they're listening they're listening to me when, when i'm talking to my wife they see all that they see yeah. me being silly and so that whole gamut uh i think has helped develop them because now i can you know i see them doing the same thing they're serious and they're mm -hmm. silly and then they're they they've got They've got all these, if you would, sides to them that that shine. Yeah, um, and, and that's so important. Just to be, you know, they see me cry, they see me laugh. You know, mm -hmm. I remember learning that if you really want to know somebody, you got to mm -hmm. know what makes them laugh, and you have to know what makes them cry. Right. And so, um, because they've seen all that. You know, I had one. I, I had one situation. Oh my God! <laughs> I'm telling you all my business tonight. <laughs> I had one situation with, with one of my sons, mm -hmm. and this is this is the seriousness of what I'm saying because they mm -hmm. know, um, because they know I love them, because they know I love them. They want to, even as adults, but even mm -hmm. as adults, make sure that they please their father. Yeah. Even as adults, they just want to make sure that their father is happy with whatever mm -hmm. that concerns them. And so we had an unfortunate incident with one of my sons. And uh, on the phone, we talk on the phone, and he just starts bawling. Dad, I'm so sorry. I mean, ugly cry. He right, ugly, right. ugly cry on the phone uh, because he was, he, he you know, 
he was sorry that it happened and he was sorry because he felt I was disappointed. Mm. You know, this and da, da, da. And, and this is adult. This is not teenagers. This is adult. Right. Uh, right. Uh, this is adult sons. And this was maybe a few months ago. It, it wasn't even a year ago, a few months ago. This this wow. happened. Mm -hmm. You know, that I'm just sorry. And that's the heart that they have developed towards me. Mm. In yeah. my life, of course, um, but as a father, um, I'm so I'm thankful for that because mm -hmm. they know what they still know what's expected of them as, as a man, as my son, as a Christian. They understand the standard, if you would. Yeah. So because of that, uh, because they didn't hit the standard, and you know. A man, a man could say, "Well, you know, I'm a man just like you. You know, you mess up, I mess up. So, right, what's up? You know, right? Yeah. I, they never have, they've never had that. That, and then even behind the phone call, when he came to the house, mm -hmm. he looked me in the eye. I, you know, and I'm not tripping. I'm, right. I, I'm completely not tripping about it because, right." We have to give, with any relationship, we have to give that other person space to mess mm -hmm. up. We've got right. to give them mm -hmm. space um, mm -hmm. to miss it. And we've got to give them space um, to fall short, just like they have to give us space yeah. not to be perfect. Uh, yeah. And so when I let them in the eye, when I let them in the eye, I could see it still in his eyes, you know, mm -hmm. when he looked at me. And I'm, I had moved on. Right. So right. he came by. He, I was in the kitchen. He came behind me and he put his head on my on my shoulder and he started bawling again. And so that was my time right then to really, I needed to help him spiritually. Yeah. I needed to help him spiritually because uh, you can't dwell on it that long. Yeah. And I know. Uh, I, I know part of it was actually being in my presence or whatever and mm -hmm. looking me in the eye. And, and I, didn't, I didn't give him a disappointed look, you mm -hmm. know, um, but mm -hmm. that's where his heart was. Yeah. That's where his heart was. And so yeah. I, I'm thankful. Oh, I'm thankful. I'm ever so thankful that we have that kind of, of relationship and, and rapport with, mm -hmm. with one another. So, yeah. No, and that's yes. and that's that that's that's again a big reason, you know. That's a big reason of why I uh, use you as my template, um, you know, because I I know other fathers, other men, where one they sons wouldn't be calling them crying about nothing, or would feel anything about whatever their scenario is, and. Um, you know, and, and wouldn't feel the same context, the picture or the story wouldn't be the same. And, you know, on either side, on the son's side of feeling like, you know, dad, I let you down. I, you know, I did this, this, and this, but also on your side as a father to know and to understand how to not use it as a beating, uh, you know, not take advantage of the moment and, and make you feel worse about the action or, but understanding as a father, okay, no, I know what you need from me at this moment. Um, and being able to express that or deal with that in the right way, in the right context, 
um, that, you know, not purpose, say, build, you know, beat you down, but it's building you back up because I know that yes, that's sir. what you need at this moment, you know? Yes, and sir. so again, those are, those are things that I look at of how you have fathered um, the boys and to be able to, you know, know, okay, all right, this is how I can deal with that, you know, or mm -hmm. this is what I can be able to see. Okay. This is how I can be able to communicate um, in those different type of factors. And, uh, and then, you know, one of the things I, I've always loved about how you and mom um, have parented, which you have mentioned before, is just allowing us, all of us, uh, to, to live life and, and, and really enjoy, um, enjoy our lives and understand that, yeah, we have set standards, you know, y'all have set standards around our lives and shaped it. And it's like, you know, Go ahead and, and enjoy this thing called life, you know, kind of function around mm -hmm. this thing called life. And, you know, I've I've seen the beauty of freedom um, when I see my mm -hmm. brothers and they and the way that they do what they do. And um, and I've seen them being able to grow because of the way that y'all have, you know, together collectively done it. But also the impact of that you have done as a father in their lives, um, you know, and so. Um, so I was able to, you know, can take a lot of the tools that I've recognized and seen um, from from you and being able to implement those same things, having, you know, having fun with the boys and, uh, you know, sitting down and just loving on them and, you know, sitting down, watching the TV with them and, you know, sacrificing a little extra time just to spend some time with them so they can feel that, you know, feel that time and feel that love for me as a father. Um, but then also being able to do, you know, do the business part of my life and, you know, do all this other stuff and just watching how all of those pieces has played a part of this puzzle of their of their lives. Um, so I, want, I did want to ask a question for there's there's a lot of men that are listening and I want to be able to give them some advice from your side. As a father, okay. what advice would you give to a father? Just say a father that's probably starting for the very first time. He's about to be a dad. And, uh, you know, and, and this for all those that are listening and watching, this would literally go for any category. Um, if you already have fathers, you're, you know, you, you got children already or whatever. But also I want to really help the father that's walking into this thing called fatherhood. Mm -hmm. um, what wisdom or advice would you give to him? Uh, very good, very good question, son. Um, and I believe that the way I would approach and answer answer your question is this: <clears throat> uh, with new fathers, I'll say with new fathers, or with any father really, but mm -hmm. especially with new fathers, it's important um, for you to observe. Um, your son's uh, your son's personality, um, the way they respond to certain things. Um, it's important for you to observe um, what they like, what they don't like, um, what they as a kid what really influences them, um, because <clears throat> each one of my sons are different. Like I said it before, they're totally different. So I've I've had to 
Uh, and I say I, I mean my wife and I, but I've had to really understand each of them. And it's it's really it's really a, a result of putting an effort to get into their world, um, get into their world. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I, I said this earlier, know what makes them laugh, know what makes them cry. Um, see what what abilities and what gifts they have um, and develop it from there. Don't mm -hmm. try to raise, if you have several sons, if you have several mm -hmm. kids, if you have several sons, each one by far will be different, even if they're identical twins. They will be different. They're, they're, they're things that one son likes that the other one, it doesn't appeal to him. Right, and, and right. So forth and so on. Um, one of my sons, like I said, he he he'll sing opera in Latin all day. He will sing Christmas songs in August. <laughs> and and I got one son that when he starts singing "Dashing Through the Snow" in August, my I have one son that will literally leave the room. Because he can't understand why are you singing Christmas song? And it's funny because you'll say, stop it. <laughs> but they're so, so I, 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 my point is observe, pay attention, get into their worlds. Mm. Get into their worlds because what that will do is that will get their attention that that dad is interested in me. He's mm -hmm. interested in me. Now, mm -hmm. it may not be my thing, but it's right. their thing. It, right. It's it's what their thing. Ryan is photography. I had to jump into photography. I had mm -hmm. to get into his world, and he's he's running with it. You know, he's right. running with it. So I would advise, to answer your question, I would advise, <laughs> you know, as toddlers, you know, they're going to be toddlers. They're learning, but as they get older, Mm -hmm. Observe. Just pay attention to pay attention to them. Pay attention yeah. to them, and, and, and listen to the conversation, um, because they're saying that for a reason. Okay, yeah. Well, you know, well, who is this? What was it um, when they were growing up? Um, oh my God! So many different characters. I'm I can't remember of what it was, man. Um, but it was a it was a cartoon. Uh -huh. And it was a little toy that came with the cartoon. Everybody was doing it, we were on the phone doing it, and they were into that thing. And I mm -hmm. didn't know what it was. I'm like, right. what is going on? <laughs> People playing on their phone and walking into the street, getting hit by cars because they were so much. I can't think of what it was. But that was that Pokemon, that Pokemon, Pokemon. game. Yeah. I was like, oh my god! But <laughs> one of my songs was into. Pokemon. I mean, Pokemon. Mm. And so I was clueless, but I didn't want to remain clueless for long. Mm. And I right. was just speaking to ask questions. Well, what's going on? Well, you got to find him. And Pokemon gives you hints. And so, and so we would laugh about it, you know. Uh -huh. Why are these people getting hit by? But my point is, we would get, I, I make an effort, make an effort, purposefully get into their world. Mm -hmm. And have conversations. They have have general conversations. A lot of times, <clears throat> I know this uh, for a fact that many fathers, because they understand that they're an adult, they're mm -hmm. and, and he's a kid, mm -hmm. 
that you you do what I you you do what I do what I say, do what I tell you, which is true. We want right. to maintain and, and, and teach them obedience, if you would. But on the same token, um, you want to be able to understand your child and know your child. I had a Walmart worker about two months ago. Mm-hmm. About two months ago, I'm you know. <laughs> we jokingly say Walmart's my second home because of what I do. Right. You know, I, told Walmart, I told the manager give me a key to the back door, but they, you know, they work on it. Uh, but I was in Walmart and mm. one of the guys at the door, Walmart, Walmart worker mm-hmm. at the door, um, stopped me and said, Hey, hey, you need to teach your son some manners. And I stopped. Right. I stopped. And I looked and I said, um, what do you mean? What do you mean? He said, he, he, um, he's stealing. Mm. And so the father in me, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm part Peter, part Jesus. And, you know, <laughs> the, the Peter in me almost cut something. <laughs> and, but the Holy Ghost said, be quickly here, so to speak, so to write. And so, <clears throat> he said he's still a southern um he's rude and yeah. and so I said really really okay all right thank thank you for letting me he said your son's going with yeah that's my son mm. I said, okay really and I left the conversation there mm-hmm. I immediately called my son immediately I don't think I got to my car and I said son Help me understand, because this Walmart worker just said thus and so, thus and so. He said, Dad, mm-hmm. that is not the way it happened. And um, he explained to me what mm-hmm. his side of the story. And, you know, long short, mm-hmm. um, he was on the phone. You know, this is this one. So he was on the phone returning an item with the receipt in his hand. Mm-hmm. He couldn't return it. And he was walking out the door on the phone had the receipt in his hand, and he didn't hear the guy say mm. receipt. He kept quiet. And so the Walmart, the Walmart's, of course, uh, interpretation was he just walked out. He didn't listen. He didn't show me his receipt. He's stealing. Right. But because I know my son, I, right. I, I, he's never stolen a thing in his life. He's not perfect, but he's not a thief. I know right. that for a fact. <laughs> um, and so I was like, okay. He said, well, <laughs> he said, at the, at, at the end of a conversation, once I'm on the phone, he said, I'm coming up there. I'm coming up there now. And I didn't know about both, both of them were together. He said, I'm coming up. There. I said, son, it's okay. I just needed to understand what happened. He said, nope, I'm coming up there now. I'm going to talk to a manager. I'm going to, you, I'm going to talk to the manager and let him know what his worker did because he has no right to accuse me of stealing. And so, you know, because my other son manages, he manages, a, 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 he manages a, a cafeteria. He's a he's mm-hmm. a head chef at a cafeteria. Mm-hmm. And so they would, you know, Batman and Robin. Here we go. They march. I was still being. I see them walking through the door. I'm like, oh lord. Oh, <laughs> But they handled it. They handled it so well. Mm. Uh, 
Hiram, they handled it so well. They didn't say anything to the guy at the door. It went straight to management and explained to them. And, mm-hmm. that, and he said, that, and he called me back. He said, Dad, I talked to him. Management was upset. And he's angry at the guy that, that accused me of stealing it. And right. then calling me for calling, telling me about it. You know, right. what, what management was mad about, even though the guy didn't have a bad motive, but I think mm-hmm. he was just saying, correct the son. And so <laughs> my point in that story is, number one, um, they handled it so well um, because I can remember a point where he would, they would have stopped that guy at the door and talked and, and said something to the guy <laughs> and said something. And that's the personality one of them has. Mm-hmm. And said, I won't say nothing to him. <laughs> and, and they're they're maturing so well, and I and again I believe that's because they've seen you know they, throughout their lives they've seen you know me deal with people, right. deal with issues um, that are not so pretty, mm-hmm. and handle it the right way and um, handle the person the right way. Not it, and and, and and it's a blessing. It's a blessing to see that and and, and see them. Um, mature and develop um, in the way that they are developing. So, uh, yes. yes, sir. Yes, sir. No, that was that, that was good. <laughs> I'm cracking up laughing because you know I know my god brothers. You so, know who uh, I'm talking about. <laughs> no, I'm just not trying to put them on blast, but you know, you know. I got a Peter. I now I got a Peter. Right. I got a Peter. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. I got a Peter. I got a pastor. Pastor, don't hug everybody. I'm keeping yell at him for 25 minutes and scream and yell and fuck. Right. Five minutes later, pastor don't come and hug you. He gonna come right. and hug you. He gonna. Yes, sir. <laughs> That's how I know. I got a prophet. I got a pastor. <laughs> and I got a psalmist. That's what I got. <laughs> prophet ain't playing with you now. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, I, I hope all of y'all that have uh, been able to listen to this conversation understand and can see um, one why and how my Godfather has been a very great impact um, and also be able to recognize the importance of these type of impacts in reference to being a father. Uh, even as you were saying that, paying attention, focusing in um, and being able to kind of be also that voice of reason, uh, being the one that really pours in and loves on um, your children as the father. And so I, I again, as always, Dad, love you and commend you as the type of father that you are. Um, and um, and I love it uh, for those that don't know. Um, I know you have heard him mention it and say it in reference to, you know, him being a businessman. Now my brothers are also uh, jumping into that business world themselves. Do me a favor, Dad, before we end the conversation, I want you to share what your business is. Um, I'll also have his information and everything in the description below, but I want you to share that um, and then we'll we'll kind of go from there. Oh, okay. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I am. The name of my business is Perfect Petaphors. Perfect Petaphors. Uh, I am a custom cake artist. Um, 
and you know i use this tagline kind of now um mm -hmm. you know we always have used the tagline serving in excellence but um I guess I can add a, a, a colon to that now and say we make everything from pound cakes to wedding cakes. <laughs> <laughs> we run the gamut of all those types of cakes. Um, mm -hmm. um, what we are really focused on right now, we are we are developing and growing and nurturing our wedding cake market. Um, mm. There's so many there's so many people that are calling me now. Uh, in fact, I have a I have a consultation tonight after we finish this call. But um, uh, there are there are so many brides and people that have responded um, mm. via social media. Uh, I always say people eat with their eyes first, right? And so <clears throat> what they've seen in my work and in reviews has been incredible to me. Um, but I'm a custom cake artist. We make wedding cakes, uh, novelty cakes custom cakes, 3D cakes, um, especially pound cakes. And um, I'm just so happy to still be um, operating after all that's happened, all this stuff that's happened with the pandemic. And yeah, I'm still grateful to be moving forward and, and advancing. And so um, most of most of what I do um, is baked to order. I'm mm -hmm. not in the storefront just yet, but um, I I'm grateful. We have a website. You can order some of the items from the website, some standard stuff from the website, anything that you'd like custom or themed up, if you would. Uh, we'd have to do a phone consultation uh, with you there. But yes, that's what I do. <laughs> and he is great at doing it. I Thank promise. you, son. Thank you, son. Um, and uh, so if uh, if you are about to get married, know someone getting married um, or having an, I would say, an event um, or anything, make sure that you go and check out the website. Again, the description and information will be in the uh, description below. You can be able to I'll have his website so you can click right on it and go straight to the page, um, you know, and if you want to check out some of his uh, beautiful artwork, I would say um, you can go to I'll have his Instagram and Facebook information on there as well. So you can be able to look at that um, and check it out. So, um, again, thank you so much, Dad. I love you. And um, thank you all for listening and watching for with me and my goddad today and continue, continue to be blessed. And I'll talk to you all next time. Bye bye. Love you all. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. I pray that this conversation was impactful to you in some form of way. What I want to make sure is that not only are you hearing and learning this information, but that you're taking the time to apply something, some nugget, some, some piece that you took from this conversation that you can say, I can apply this for my life to be better. I want you to continue to be with me and make sure that you're with me every Monday at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. I love you all, and I'll talk to you next time, right here on the Focus on Greatness family.